CalCast is delivered by FedEx. From where it's sourced to where it's used, FedEx helps deliver global e-commerce. FedEx has been helping e-commerce for years with networks built over 40 years and delivers to over 220 countries and territories. Visit FedEx.com slash the journey to learn more. FedEx offers the tools to start a small business. And thanks to their global e-commerce network, they can deliver them too. Again, visit FedEx.com slash the journey to learn more. Coach Cal for the Cal cast, and we got a special guest. Um, kid's got one eyebrow. He's got one eyebrow. He came here, he looked 12 years old. He looks 40 now. Um, one of the best teammates, one of the true servant leaders, comfortable in his own skin, and I'm going to talk about that why, because I went into his home, and there were 22 people in there. And when I say at the visit, you had the grandmothers, grandfathers, mom and dad, sisters, cousins. Who else did we put in there? We do we we fried a turkey, I believe. This is Anthony Davis Jr. Anthony Davis. But let me say this: since he's become a pro, he's gone into witness protection program. To try to get a hold of him. Now, he'll call. When do you call me? If you... No, when do you call me? Oh, if I need something. <laughs> if I need something. I need an autograph on these shoes. I need something. I need something. Uh, Anthony Davis. Um, you know, let, let's just talk about growing up. Because... Everyone that comes in contact with you, you fooled because they think you're the greatest guy ever. This guy, Community Assist Award in the NBA, which means this guy gives back not only money, time, and, and if you meet him, he makes time for you. He doesn't big time anybody. How did this – talk about growing up in Chicago. Yeah, um, no, I grew up in a tough area, uh, South South Chicago, Inglewood to be exact. Um and it was just a bad, you know, neighborhood. Um, I think my parents did a great job, you know, keep, keeping me away from the violence and the gangs and, you know, all the stuff that goes in because goes on in Inglewood because it's easily, uh, it's easy for kids to, you know, get drawn into that type of lifestyle. Um, and so my dad, remember my dad and his dad, my grandfather, put a basketball rim um, in my backyard. Which you guys you know, showed me. Which you guys showed me. I right. had to go see the court. Go ahead. And grand, yeah. his grandfather said he did it. Right, <laughs> right. They argue who did it, you know. Who did yeah, this? Exactly. Go ahead. That, that, that kind of kept me away from, you know, that lifestyle and, you know, kind of, you know, put me in a safe haven where I can just, you know, get away from that and just play basketball. And, um, you know, the great thing about it is that everybody that was in, that, in the neighborhood were always coming to my house to play ball. So, uh, you know, I kind of felt like, you know, that guy, because I was probably, the, I think, the only one you know, who had a rim in the neighborhood. So um, when you, and you didn't have to go to the park. So a lot of guys came and played ball with me. So um, we were fairly safe, you know, just because of the basketball court. Everybody wanted to come and play ball there. But um, it's, it's a tough it's a tough environment. And like I said, my parents did an unbelievable job of keeping me and my sisters, Aisha and 
Antoinette, you know, who don't like being called Antoinette, who like being called Mooka, but uh, kept me, kept all three of us in the face. <laughs> we're going to call her, if she likes Antoinette, we're going to call her Mooka. That's what we're calling her today. Right. And, and that's your twin, uh, that's your twin sister. Yeah. That's your yeah, twin. That's my twin sister. Let that's me, my twin sister. I, when you were young, who was who was tougher? She was tougher. Who or did you two? You would never argue, never fight. What? Tell me, twins. Just I'm I'm off subject, but I need to know. Yeah, me. Uh, I was oh, don't tougher. say that. <laughs> I was always tougher. No, but um, you know, just like any other uh, twins or brother and sister. Of course, you have your fights. Um, you know, we actually fought at school one time. You know, uh, got sent home. You know, you just have you just have your moments. You know, your brothers even twins, there. even twins, even twins, even twins, and it's worse because you know you share everything together. And sometimes you just like, I want my own birthday, or you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to dress like her. You know, everything like that. So, um, you know, it, it was it's always those things where you want to feel like the individual, but of course not. You always share something with your twins. So, um, but it's fun having the twins. Um, of course. I always say I wish I had a, a boy twin. You know, of course, she said she wish she had a girl twin. You know, you just <laughs> share more. You could do more stuff with each other, you know. And as you get older, you know, me and her kind of just, you know, uh, you do your own thing, I do my own thing. And uh, we forget that we twins sometimes, you know, because we're so different now. So, um, but it was, growing up, it was fun having the twin because um, we did a lot of stuff together. Um, share a lot of birthdays. And anytime. You know, but at the same time, you get you get mad when people group you together. You know, because you wanna you wanna have that individuality. You know, and we always envy our big sister because you know she always got everything of her own. You know, she didn't have to you know share anything with anybody. You know, share a room when she was growing up or anything like that. So you know, we kind of got jealous of that. What about Aisha? Yeah, she now she's a she's a she's a rough one. You know, Whoa! Uh, she was the one to beat you. She put hands on you. Yeah. She put hands yeah. on you. She beat me up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and believe it or not, she said she beat me in basketball a lot too. She beat me in basketball a lot. Um, I remember my dad and uh, his friend uh, was betting against me and Aisha, and, I, and my dad <laughs> bet on Aisha. And his friend bet on me, and she scored two quick points. You know, and I started getting mad because I'm, you know, I always was. You know, tall. No, never let a girl score you. You can't let a girl beat you in basketball. So I like fouled. I fouled the mess out of her, and <laughs> my dad saw it was getting serious, and he called the game off. Though, but um, yeah, she she's definitely. I think me and her are closer than actually me and my twin. Um, as of now, um, yeah, she stays down in New Orleans with me. You know, we do everything together. So they they both uh, those she, girls. She, she, if anybody messes with you, both those girls are gonna beat somebody. Oh, what? Oh, both of them, both of them, you know, you know, make sure you know they look out for me, um, and they they don't play when it comes to me. You know, I'm the only <laughs> brother, and they, they make sure that you know I'm safe at all times. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they 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 got to, you always know you got, and and they'll put the stink eye on somebody in a minute. Oh, yep. what? Yep. All right, so exactly. so I come in your home, okay. First of all, I saw you, and everybody kept bragging about this kid from Chicago, knowing he's coming on the scenes. And I'm like, come on, man. And I go to Indiana, and I look out on the court, and there's this long-legged, long-arm, one-eyebrow, 15-year-old-looking 15 15 kid. And I'm thinking, there ain't no way. And all of a sudden, you start flying up and down the court and blocking every shot. And I thought about it. 
dunking every ball, missing every, every missing every jump shot. And so <laughs> I looked at Kenny Payne, your boy, Uncle Kenny, Kenny Payne, and I said, this kid is another Marcus Camby with a jump shot. I mean, he has a yeah. jump shot. He doesn't make them, but this kid has a jump shot. I had a nice form. I, mean, I wasn't making. I had a nice form, though. Had potential. You're right. You did. You had. You you were a shooter. You just weren't a maker. But you, you. I looked at this and I said, "This is crazy. There's no way twice in my life this can happen." So I said, "Kenny, be real. Do we have a chance? Tell me what's going on with this." So when I came to visit you in your home, literally, wh- why did you have everybody there? Did mom and dad want to have everybody feel me out, or did you want everybody to see me? Why did we have – we had a house full of people now. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, nobody really ever comes to Inglewood. And, you know, when they were like, Coach Cal's coming, you know, my whole, my whole family was excited about, you know, meeting Coach Cal. You here? You know, all this stuff, Cal, you know, bring guys to the NBA. You were kind of like, like this big thing. I don't know why. I don't either. But I don't either. <laughs> you were kind of like, and, and not just in, and I, my whole neighborhood found out. I mean, as you see when you pulled up, the whole neighborhood was outside. Like, oh, my God, Cal. Um, but. Um, you know that's my element. Kind of you know that's my element, though. You I know. know that is <laughs> I know. my. I, I just had a kid walk me around like the projects in Harlem thinking I'd be intimidated. And the minute he said, look, I want you to walk through where I grew up. I said, I looked at this dude. I'm like, you, you don't even know what yeah, you're they doing here. They have no idea. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, he has no idea. So, um, but, you know, that was kind of, it was kind of like a big deal, you know, not just for me, but my family, because they were so excited as well. And then, of course, everybody, you know, wants to meet Coach Kyle. So, um, you know, everybody was over and we just, you know, just waiting on that on that moment, you know, to see, you know, Coach Cal get out of the car, come in the house, like, oh, man, Coach Cal came to, you know, Anthony's house. So um, it was kind of like a big deal for, for not just me, but my family as well. And um, You know, your grandmother, and- your grandma still hits me. You, you know your parents are welcome here. It's become great. But, but people, they have to hear, like, why would – you were the best player. What? You were 6'3", 18 months before. Yep, that's true. So tell um, them, tell them like this stuff. You weren't like that guy, and so no, now all of actually, a sudden people are coming to like their you know, your friends yeah, it, had to be saying it, Anthony, who the guy we what? Yeah. It was crazy because you know that, like you said, <laughs> 18, 16 months before I was. You know, I was looking at the um, at I forgot what website and it and it goes all the best players in the state, you know, all the best players in the city. And I'm looking. I remember I was like 144, and all my friends was you know first, you know third, fifth, you know top 15, top 20. And I'm like, man, why can't I play with these guys all the time? Why can't I be you know in this in this top tier group? And so I kept playing basketball, and I actually um, started playing AU and. I never probably worked so hard in my life at a young age, you know, as far as basketball, running sprints and in practice for three hours, you know, because I was always the best player on my team. So um, I never had to do anything else more than what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, all these guys was better than me. And I'm like, man, this is hard. So after the first practice, I quit. I told my dad I want to play you no more. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm fine with just, you know, being content at 144. So he said, no, nah, let's go to the first, let's go through to the first tournament. So as the summer's, you know, going past, I'm just, you know, steadily growing. And Did you know? Did you, did your knees hurt? Did your I, back hurt? Tell um, me. My body didn't hurt. Knees felt good. Back felt good. Body felt great. The only thing that was killing my parents is that one day shoes. to buy me a new pair. Shoes. My feet was my yeah shoes as well. My feet was hanging out the bed. I needed new clothes every <laughs> three weeks, you know. And um, my dad would always come in my room and, and look out the window to make sure you know everything's straight in the backyard. No one's trying to break into the house or the garage. And he walked in and my feet were just dangling off the the end of the bed. And he was like. He told my mom, you know, he was like, we got to get, we got to, everybody called me Fat Man, of course. He was like, we need to get Fat Man a new bed. He was like, his feet hanging off the bed. I think he's growing. You know, every, every, you know, couple of weeks, you know, I will go another inch or, you know, half an did inch. Did you do it? A, now, you know, the rest was, of us did it in the doorway. Like we had to put your finger I, I had it. I had, so my cousin, my cousin was, my co- I got a cousin named Keith. He was 6'8". And so, well, he, he, he not was, he is six, eight. And so I always try to measure myself against him. And so one day I'm looking at him in the eyes now. And I'm like, man, like <laughs> I'm, I'm six, eight as well. And, uh, of course I grew two more inches. Um, uh, so I always kind of measured up against him to see, you know, how much I'm growing, uh, day by day. Um, but I end up, you know, um, playing that first tournament, the first six minutes of the game, uh, we was at the Boo Williams, Nike EYBL and I rolled my ankle. Uh, we played against King James, uh, LeBron's team, and I rolled my ankle the first six minutes. I hit six points, um, and the trainer told me I was done for the rest of the tournament. That was our first game. Uh, we had a whole weekend left, and when I got back home, you know, I was just so devastated. Were you, were you like 6'10 like, then? How tall were you? I was 6'10". You were 6'10 you were when I saw you. Yeah, I was 6'10 at the time, um, and, you know, I rolled my ankle, and it was just – I was so devastated when I got home because – I feel like, all right, I put in all this work, you know, to finally get on this stage, and I wanted to play and perform so well because I, I didn't want to have, to have my parents, you know, pay for, for college. Um, I wanted to get a scholarship because that was the, that was the thing. You, know, you get a scholarship, all my friends had scholarships and everything like that. And um, when I got back home the next day, I had millions and millions of letters from schools saying we want to offer you a scholarship. And I'm like, what? I'm like, it didn't make sense to me. And I was just so shocked. And I remember I had goosebumps because, you know, like you said, 16 months before, the only offer I had was Cleveland State. You know, and now I got, you know, all type of schools offering me. Um, and it was just so exciting to see that. Um, and so, you know, I end up, you know, of course, she was in Kentucky. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know it's why either. I don't know why. I begged you. I begged you. I went in that home and begged you. Please, you got to call my DJ. I'm going to get fired. If you don't come, I'm going to get fired. I need you. I'll tell you, and I'll I'll tell everybody why I actually chose Kentucky. Um, When you came to my house, um, you know, any other visit was, we want to make you this. You know, you're going to be our star player. You're going to, you know, you know, we're gonna give you this. You know, it's everything. Like we want you to be, you know, the face of our team. You know, you know, like most colleges tell you dream. Remember, you walked in and um, you sat down. We were talking, and you said the first thing you said to me was Kentucky, not for everyone. I was like, okay. I didn't yeah. know if it was for you to be honest. I said this dude's too scared. <laughs> right, and um, 
and you were like, no, just because you're number one player. I mean, basically everything you said in that 30 for 30, you know, that's what you told me to my face. I don't care if you're number one. You got to come in and earn your spot. Nothing's given to you. No one said you're going to be a starter, you know, um, even though we kind of both knew, you know, that was. Yeah, we knew. I knew. I just couldn't <laughs> tell you. No, but that's the first time I actually heard, you know, a, a coach come in and tell me, you know, that nothing was guaranteed. And that kind of that kind of rubbed me a certain way because I'm like, man, that's, that's you got to work. So I, I know I'm going to go here and work. And if I make it, you know, and, and start and play is because I put in work, not because someone handed it to me. And um, that was kind of what stood out to me about Kentucky. And then, of course, seeing the campus was a whole nother different thing, and, you know, and the fans and, you know, Big Blue Madness and everything like that. But um, I remember that conversation like it was yesterday because that kind of, you know, added that fuel know that I needed to get ready for Kentucky um and when I got there it was all about business we just worked in you know ended up doing great things let's take a quick time out if you run or work for a business you need to listen up I've written books that show the parallels that exist between coaching talent on the basketball court and in business as a leader you can't win without great people and to be successful you want the very best people on your team and not on your competition's team. The key is finding the best candidates when you're hiring. And what's the best way for your business to find the best candidates? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter already has 9 million resumes that you can easily search through in their database. You can find the top candidates in any city or industry nationwide. And with ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to more than 200 job sites with a single click. And yes, that will include social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, too. No more wasting time sifting through tons of emails or voicemails from subpar candidates. ZipRecruiter makes it easy to quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Coach Cal. See why more than 1 million businesses have used ZipRecruiter and why you should too. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Coach Cal. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Coach Cal. So here's something Ellen and I love about Blue Apron. We can go online and choose meals for upcoming weeks from their incredible selections. Blue Apron lets you customize your recipes and select the delivery option of your choice. And get this, there's no weekly commitment. You only get deliveries when you want them. If you're going on vacation or out of town, you can easily choose to skip that week's meals. Here are some of the great meals coming up in May that you could be enjoying, just like me and Ellen. Beef teriyaki stir-fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice. How about three cheese baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce? And Blue Apron delivers perfectly portioned amounts of an ingredients for each recipe. That means no food waste, no more wasting time and money at the grocery store buying full jars of ingredients for a single recipe. It's no wonder they are the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going on blueapron.com slash coach. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. 
That's blueapron.com slash coach. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, I got two two stories. Do you remember meeting uh, the president when you came in the gym and your family came down? I can't even remember why you were in town. And 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 President Todd sat with you and talked to the family. And he came over to me and said, this is a wonderful family. Coach, I am so proud of the kind of young people you're bringing to us. And, and this kid here, he's going to be in school at least two or three years. And I go, what? He goes, look how skinny he is. There's no way he can leave. I said, Doc, you and I are going to be talking about this statement that you just said. And every time we see each other, we're going to laugh. And believe me, every time I see Dr. Todd, I ask him, do you remember that statement? You, But I got to say this to you. Where you were comfortable in your own skin. You were on a team with guys trying to create their own space. You came in with three sophomores who, you know, and and then Darius Miller, you know, I mean, Darius, you know, and then one of the guys had to come off the bench and it was Darius and and ended up doing fine. But you never, ever were bothered by anyone else's success. It didn't, you didn't care where, how did you grow up? Who gave you that mentality to truly, you, you were a servant leader. You didn't care. And and by the end of the year, you were ridiculous. Early in the year, you were so weak we couldn't even throw you the ball. But that's another story. You could it. You could it. Uh, I, I I I'm gonna say it came from because uh, you know I guess from being so young and not being you know noticed or ranked and everything like that, and then you know all of a sudden going to Kentucky and end up being you know the best player in high school. You know I think if I was bothered by you know seeing Brad Bill, Michael, uh, all these guys. You know, number one, two, Austin Rivers, all these guys, you know, hired me and bothered by, you know, their success and not worry about, you know, my path and how I'm going to be successful. Um, it could have, it could have, you know, brought me down the wrong path and, you know, different mindset and everything like that. But, you know, I didn't worry about what anybody else did because nobody was, you know, putting the ball in the basket for me or working out for me or trying to get better for me. It was all me, um, you know, putting in the time and and, and the hours and, you know, the dedication to, to go work out every day. And so, um, you know, when I got to Kentucky, you know, I wasn't worried about, you know, Aaron or Devon or Michael or uh, Marcus or anybody on that team. You know, I was I was worried about, you know, how I was going to make the team better and, you know, worried about if I do everything that I had to do, um, then my team would be fine. And I wouldn't have no complaints. You know, I can sleep with myself every night. You know, I, I wouldn't, you know, be bothered about, man, well, you know, Terrence is averaging 15 points and I'm only getting, you know, three shots. Like, I, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, you know, everybody is going to eat. And, you know, you stress that but, to us. But you have more. to understand, you think that's normal. Anthony, that's not normal. It's that not. That is and, not normal. And, and you know because you're and, in and, the league right now that it's not normal. And you've stayed the same. Now, listen. If you ain't getting enough shots, you're gonna. I see you. You you're you're a little different than you were for me, and you should be. Okay, but you're not worried about this guy scoring a bunch. You'd be ecstatic. Even today, you're the same way. Did is it where you grew up? Is it family? What you think it's normal? It is not normal. I'm telling you, I've done it, this thirty years. It's not, and like you said in the league, you see it today. I mean, guy score you know, 30 or shooting a lot of shots and, you know, guys be mad, you know, because they want shots. But 
I think, you know, I remember I remember this conversation. When we was at Kentucky, Darius Miller, you know, who was a senior, came and sat all of us down, you know, the entire team and said, look, I'm trying to win a ring before I get up out of here. And he told us that, you know, leave your egos at the door. We all trying to come here and win. You know, all you freshmen who coming in with all this hype, look, trust me. You know, I didn't play with, and this he played with DeMarcus John, Eric Bledsoe, you know, Brandon. He played with all these guys, man. He was like, you know, we, we have a great team, but, you know, in order for us to be successful, we got to leave all our egos at the door and play for each other. And at that moment, I was like, all right, I'm fine with that. You know, I was just happy to be at Kentucky. You know, I was happy to be, you know, on, on the team with all these other players who were, who was ranked, you know. And, um, and at that time, I didn't care about scoring, you know, or anything like that because – I knew that all these guys had a special talent. Everybody was here for a reason. You know, Deron, shoot, the Marcus, you know, can handle the ball, get to the basket easy. You know, Terrence was that, was that you know, power for us. You know, Michael was that defensive guy for us, you know. And my role, everybody knew their role, basically. You know, I was the guy who, like you said, catch alley-oop and block shots. And then if I, you know, make a jump every now and then, it was, it was you know, beneficial for us. But other than that, everybody knew their role. And we were just trying to win, you know, for, for – um, for Darius and for ourselves. And um, it got to a point where nobody cared about, you know, who was scoring, you know, at all. Marcus would come out, you know, and have eight straight points, you know, how, in one how game. Much, how much better did Marcus T get from the beginning oh, of the year to the better. end? Oh, my gosh. The beginning of the year was kind of scary. A lot of times in practice, you would get on him, you know, you dribbling the ball too much. Don't allow it. And it was just. It was just, it was, it, you know, but, you know, guys like that, you know, um, you know, we just accepted it because we know at the end of the day, you weren't trying to, you weren't trying to clown us or you weren't trying to embarrass us. It was all because we wanted to win. And when you have guys, and that was a special thing. I mean, because everybody, you was on everybody, you know, no matter who you were and you, and you do it now, but. You know, we. I'm. I'm not. Don't. Don't put it out there. I don't yell. I hug guys. You're crazy. I'm not saying anything. You know that's crazy. All right. So here's walking in at halftime of the championship game. We were all look. I hadn't won a championship. Michael was a little uptight. Duran wasn't. He never. Nothing ever phased Duran. And Darius was playing pretty good. But the rest of us were kind of like a little like, what's going on here? And yeah. You walked in the locker room, and I was behind you about 10 steps. and Because it was a long locker room, if you remember. It was a big room. And you go, dudes, I can't make a shot. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm good. I'm going to block every shot. I'm going to get every rebound. You guys do your thing so we can win this. Do you remember saying that? Yep. Yep, I remember. Um, And it was... You know, I just had a big game, the Louisville game, a couple of days before. Well, you would remember um, the big game. I'm reminding you of the one you went one for ten. <laughs> and you were telling everybody, give him the ball, you know. But And then, you know, the the following game, the next championship, I couldn't make a shot. You know, shots going in and out. No, they up, weren't going you know. in and out. They were hard right, they hard left. <laughs> um, and and so I, could, I couldn't make a shot. And I didn't want the team to try to force feed me or force give me the ball. And now, you know, I'm taking bad shots to try to get going. No, that's, that's, that's fine. You guys, you know, you guys go out there and shine. You guys go out, you know, they they leave you guys open. You know, you guys can beat them off the dribble. You guys go out there and score. Don't worry about me. My time is going to come. I'm going to get going. I'm going to rebound every shot. I'm going to block every shot. You guys go out there and play. And when we came out of halftime, we started rolling, you know, because 
I yeah, because you said that, and I walked in and said, that sounds like a good game plan. Why don't we just do that? Yeah. <laughs> that and was- we end up, end up start rolling. And, you know, for me, and I, and honestly, to this day, I do the same thing. You know, you know, of course, guys on the team, like, we got to get AD going. If I start one for eight or whatever, we want to get AD going, we got to give him the ball. And I tell guys today on the team, don't worry about giving me the ball. Like, I'm going to get my shots. You know, I'm going to get my shots. It's easier when other guys are going, you know, other guys are making shots. Then that way it opens up the floor for me to, to create stuff for myself and my teammates. So don't worry about me. I'm going to find my shots. I'm going to get going. You guys go out there and play. And I think at that time everybody settled down and said, all right, let's go play. And, you know, we end up winning. You know, the, I, I, I'm going to tell you this story, and then I want you to respond about Michael Kidd. Um, because there, what Michael Kidd has is special. There are things that he doesn't yeah. do as well, but the things that he does well, no one else in the league is at the level he is on those certain things. So aside from being a great teammate, we're playing, if you remember, we're playing Vanderbilt in the championship game, and he comes in and says, start Darius. Yep. 30 minutes before start the game, Dar- start Darius start in my Darius. place. And I'm like, what? Now this kid had yep. started every game. And I looked yep. at him, what are you talking about? He said, Darius is struggling, and we need Darius to win a national title. And I start yep. Darius. Michael fouls out because he never came off the bench. He was so ecstatic. He was fouling officials. I'm like, Michael, you just fouled the officials. <laughs> he was so jacked up. Darius took 15, 16, 17 shots, made, made a good bunch. We lost that game. But by losing yep. that game and doing what Michael did, it made you guys even closer. I mean, talk about Michael, you know, the uniqueness. I mean, you remember if he was ahead and you didn't throw it to him, I took you out because he could finish. Yep. You think about a finisher, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the special thing about Michael. You know, he didn't, he didn't, he's another guy who doesn't care about scoring or anything. Like He wants to win. He's a great competitor, great defender who wants to win. And um, I remember that game. He, 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 he said that. He said, Start Darius. You know, I'll come off the bench when to get Darius going. And if and if you remember, which you probably you probably don't because you know you're getting a little old now. But um, <laughs> Darius actually played well for you know throughout the first games of the tournament. You know, because it kind of, it got him going. And oh, so, there's no question. Uh, he played well. He just, played well throughout. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember and for two games? Let me let me stop you just to say this for the listeners when. The year before, before Anthony got there, the team I really enjoyed coaching much more than Anthony's team, but that team won yeah. the conference tournament and Darius Miller was the MVP and averaged like 17, 18 a game. Then fast forward to this year, we win two games. Darius does not have a point in either game, which is what led Michael to come in and say, start him in my place. And you're right. From that point on, he played. He played. He played. He played extremely well, and um, that kind of got us going. And you know, when Darius comes in and makes shots and do the things that he was capable of doing, um, you know, that kind of just got us all hamped up. You know, he got start showing emotion. Um, we start showing emotion as a team. Start showing grit and grind, and um, got us going. But that's just a testament to the type of guy that Michael is. You know, he he always wants to see other guys do better. You know, he never wants to. You know, I'll shine anyone, I'll do anyone. He wants to he he's all about the team. Man, if it's gonna help the team, he's down with it no matter if he's, if coach if you came to him and said, Michael, you can't play for the next three games, we need to play there, he was fine with it because if it can help the team, you know, he knew 
uh, it was going to make us make him better and make the team better. And uh, that's all he worried about. And even to this day, you know, um, I talk to him and, you know, sometimes he, he, he wants to play. He wants to play better, you know, and he's yep. the biggest critic. And I'm like, Michael, be who yeah, you are. You know, yep. well, I should be yep. shooting better. You know what? Steph Curry can't do what you do. Can't even come close to it. And you know what? You ain't ever being Steph Curry. Don't worry about that. I, and I love him, but he drives me crazy because he is a perfectionist just like you. And, and well, how about this question? Did you two ever talk amongst yourself about getting – you got the fifth most shots most of the year until the end of the year when you became ridiculous and I made him throw you the ball like every time. Then you took the fourth most shots for the season. Three guys shot more balls than you, and Michael took the fifth most shots for the season. Did that ever? Did you guys ever talk about that? Did ever? No, we never talked about it. Um, did you know? I, I didn't know until you until you said it. Um, like back when we were in college, I never I never knew that. Um, honestly, but no, that's we never talked about it. We just we just play like you know we just play team ball. You know, of course. You know, we wasn't the most skilled, you know, guys throughout college, you know, offensively. But, you know, you know, we just played basketball. You know, we just did whatever we had to do for our team. We knew what we were good at. Um, and it was games where, you know, Michael went on for 28. You know, like he played Louisville at home. He had 28 and 18 or something like that. You know, and then it was games where, you know, I played well, you know, uh, at home. I think against Tennessee or Vanderbilt, one of them games, I hit 28. You know, I remember that. I, I know remember you that remember numbers. You remember <laughs> numbers. <laughs> but um, we never talked about it. It was just something that just happened, you know. Of course, you know, Deron was our shooter, Darius. You know, all those guys played well for us. Terrence, um, Marcus played well for Mar us. You remember Marcus, the, we start the NCAA tournament, and they, Iowa State wasn't going to guard him, and yep. he went for 25. Yep. They just said, we're yep. not guarding yep. him. We're guarding all these other guys. Yeah. Yep, and you know we 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 didn't care about that. And uh, once again, going to my point that we nobody on the team cared about scoring. You know, um, you know we just wanted to win it, win ball games, and that was it. So if I had to shoot the tenth most shots on the team and we win, that's fine. You know, because we just wanted to win. And you know, Michael has the same mindset. You know, we just want to win. So whatever we got to do to win, you know, that's what we're gonna do. You know what makes a hot Papa John's pizza made with fresh, high-quality ingredients taste even better? Getting it for 40% off. With Papa John's Papa Slam promotion, every time a Major League Baseball player hits a Grand Slam, you get 40% off the regular menu price of your favorite pizza the next day by entering the code PAPASLAM at PapaJohns.com or Papa John's app on your mobile device. Think it doesn't happen often? You're wrong. Follow Papa John's on Twitter, and you'll know when that Papa Slam has been hit so you can save 40% on your pizza the next day. And don't forget, it's happening all season long from the official pizza of Major League Baseball, Papa John's. But a Grand Slam isn't the only way to save on those Papa John's pizzas. You can use my special code, Coach Cal, every day of the week and save 25% off the regular menu price on everything, including great sides like cheese sticks or wings to go along with your pizza. 
Again, you can enjoy a great deal from our friends at Papa John's by going to PapaJohns.com or right on your device with the Papa John's app. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. All right, so I, I got to bring up this name. You guys are, you guys are so competitive. Uh, it's funny. You're competitive within each other. Like, I'll give you an example. John, the, the team Brandon and, and that team, mm-hmm. the thing they took the most pride in is they finished better than John Wall's team. They went to a Final Four John Wall did. Right. We, they argue about teams and the best teams and the best teams, and you just come back to and say, I'll just say one more. Don't have a ring. National title. Don't have a ring. When, when you get when you get the chip, you come and talk to us. Okay, but I got to ask you now: the team that went thirty eight zero and then we lost. Okay, you guys talk junk about Carl Towns. You know you all did because everybody, man, he ain't he ain't all talk. He's a little better than you thought, isn't he? No, he can play. Um- Ah, okay. You, why'd you start with no? Why'd you start with no? He's better than you thought he was. Could you? Can you please give me that? Would you give me that? Say yes. He is. He is. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. In college, because I coached him. Because I coached him. That's why. But go ahead. Carl talked so much trash in college. He was like, oh, "I don't want the NBA. I, I'm not worried about nobody in the NBA." And so I'm like, "Man, like you just." You just think you know you, you this nice, huh? Like you, like you can't miss a shot. And so I will criticize every little thing that he does. If he has two rebounds, oh no, big fella, six ten should be getting two rebounds on guys. You know he should be having ten. I will criticize everything he did in college. And when he got to the league, you know, of course, you know, KP will come egging something on. Uh-oh, you play Throw fi- he throws gas oh. gas on the fire. Oh. Kenny Payne, gas on the fire. And so I got I anytime I play Carl, I kind of like take it to heart. You're trying to get for, you're trying yeah. to get 40. Every you're time. trying to get 40. Every time. And so and, and now as he developed, you know, you know, added the three-point shot, he can dribble the ball, he can post up all that. He, you know, it's it's like a little head head to head every time we play now, you know, I might have you know, forty, and he might have you know thirty five or something like that. So, um, you know, it's it's fun playing against him. And he's a he's a lot better than I actually thought. Um, you know, he can play, he can do, he can do a lot on the floor for his team, uh, inside inside and out. And uh, it's always it's always a, uh, definitely one of the best battles I have every time I go against him. Well, he, he has great respect for you, but I laughed him coming in the league. It wasn't just you; all the guys. Mm. Demarcus, everybody. Ah, that kid will kill you. This kid, I'm trying to get yeah. 40 on him. And, and like, you know, I thought he should have been an all-star this year. But that's – he'll be an all-star. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, but, it, but it also, just like you, he took that as fuel. And you know what kind of year he ended up having. Like, he went crazy after because he was like, man, this is – and then I love seeing what John Wall's doing – for the same reason, they're questioning his ability as point guard. He's not this. He's not that. And yep. He's like what? Yep. And and you came in, and you know what's funny? I watched you at USA Basketball, and I watched you study all these other players. Like if I sat down with you, like you always, you don't pay any attention to me. But we sat down. You were saying, "Yeah, uh huh." You had one word answers for me, and then you were watching Durant. You were watching Steph Curry. You were watching Clay Thompson. And I watched you. And then if they did something, you didn't know what they were doing. You would, you would totally ignore me. 
and say to somebody, what did he just do? Did he step back? I mean, is that part of your makeup right now? Like, hey, man, I want to learn from all these dudes, and I want to take this to another level. Yeah, all of them. Um, you know, everything they do. And, you know, I, I remember that. You know, we were sitting down, and they were sitting on that far They were working out on that far court. Uh, yeah, and the far, and you remember ignoring me? Uh, Did you remember ignoring I, I, me? I ignore you all the time. I don't. I don't. I, <laughs> uh, Paul George is over I got there. stuff. Paul George is over there. Yeah, yeah. I just try to watch and see what they do. Um, you know, of course, you know Steph, Paul George, um, James Harden was over there, and you got Kevin yeah. Grant, and you know, you know, four of the best scores, you know, in the league right now, and you know, I just try to watch and see what they do, um, to better my game, you know, um. I don't want to say I so what? What do you take from Durant? You're different than Durant. We're different. We are different. You, you, the way. So tell me what what you look at him and say. But I want this from his game. Uh, me and KD the same size. Um, you know, he's he's probably I think an inch taller than me, maybe maybe a footer now. But um, the way he creates shots um, on smaller guys, you know, he gets to a spot, um, shoot over guys, and he he and the way his handle is right now is unbelievable. Um, and so I just try to watch, you know, especially when, you know, he's posting up, you know, Katie's really not going to, you know, bag anyone down to get to a jump hook or bag anyone down. And, um, you know, which you can do, yeah, which you can do, right. Your long arms, you can just so, throw one over somebody. Right. They can't touch it. And so I just try to watch because if I have a bigger guy on me, um, say I've had Dwight Howard, you know, guarding me, you know, of course I'm not going to bag him down, bag him down and get to a jump hook. You know, he's much stronger than me. So I try to watch what Katie do against, you know, guys like, you know, Trevor Ariza or, you know, all these guys that guard him. And, um, you know, he, he might get to a, you know, one bag down then, you know, a turnaround jumper or a bag down and, and do the dirt shot or, you know, face up and, you know, just shoot over the top or whatever. And I just try to watch and see his footwork and some of the moves he do um, out of that. And also from the elbows, you know, what he do from the elbows, what kind of moves he do to create the shot, one, what kind of moves he do to get to the basket around, you know, uh, bigger defenders or the moves you do against smaller defenders uh, since we're the same height. And so I just watch little things like that with him um, and see those breakdowns and see what I can uh, take and what will be helpful for, uh, for me when I go play with my team. Yeah, and everybody's double teaming you. you got to start really watching what are these other teams doing when their guys get double teamed because I get so mad. I, I'm losing my mind. Like, you know, you know, you remember you were in high school. Yep. And the coach said to me, they're double teaming. I said, yep. put them on the elbow. They can't double team yep. them there. Let them bring the ball up. Yep. He's a great passer. Let him. Your high school team was really bad, too, by the way. But good guys. They were good kids. Great guys. Great guys. Um, and that, and bad team. That's what I'm uh, doing right now. And, um, like, for example, with, with Steph, um, of course, when you come up picking roads and stuff like that, guys try to double team them in. So I see what he – you know, we do out of out of double teams, um, as far as back out dribbles, you know, attacking the weaker defender, you know, all type of stuff. You know, I try to see it all and and see, you know, um how I can, you know, kinda, you know, emulate and that emulate that to my game as well. Um and I I try to watch a lot of guys who go on the post and get double teams, um, and see like Honestly, well, you're not. you're catching it at you're catching it on ten feet or eight feet or right. seven feet on a wing, right. and cutters are going through, and you're getting double teamed like every single time. Yeah. Believe it or I not, mean, you, your your scoring is 
you score probably if the, you were played normal seven more a game. If you're played like the other guys are being played. My opinion. What do I know? I got fired in the NBA. All right. So here, here's the last thing. I've kept you a long time, and I got a bunch of things you got to sign when you come in. But um, here, here, I just want to leave this with you. You've never changed. Um, I don't know if you can stay that course, but my suggestion is if you do, one, you're going to ha- be so happy and you're going to lead a long life. Second thing I want to tell you is you feel a sense of responsibility, and I really hope you learned it here, to give back, to be involved, that, the, the, that your presence and your fame you use it, and it's not just money. It's easy to write a check. It's hard to get involved in stuff. You are getting involved in so many things. When when the thing hit the flooding in Baton Rouge, you're calling me so my foundation would do stuff for Baton Rouge, but you did too. And all I'm going to tell you as we get off, listen, I'm proud of you as a basketball player, and I laugh at how good you've become. And I know how hard you work and how you study. I know how smart you are. I know how curious you are. I know you're a lifelong learner. I know all that stuff. But how you've given back to other people, how you take care of your family, what you've done, I'm more proud of that. And I'm just telling you that, you know, the, the, the community assist award, you know that was important to you. Yeah. And it was important to John Wall. I mean, that thing meant something to you. Um, and and just, you know, all I'm telling and you know if you start changing, what will happen if I call you? <laughs> yeah, tell you right away. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. And if you get, like, hit in the back of the head sometime and you turn around like you're fighting, I'm basically saying, you and I talked about this. What the hell is, what are you doing? Yep. You, this ain't who you are. Yep. And, you know, you just just stay the course, man. You're At the end of the day, I want you to go down as one of the best players to ever play this game, but not at the expense of being who you are, not at the expense of any of that other stuff, man. And you know what? Because you played here and because you got involved, you know you can be it all. You can do it all. Yep. So go do it all. Yep. Appreciate it, Coach. So, Man, I love you. I appreciate you doing this. I know I got you out of the witness protection program. I hear the guy in the background telling you, come on, man, we got to go back in the house or people looking for you. You, <laughs> you got to go back in the witness protection. Throw your phone in back in the when you're fishing in the water. Say, I, I don't have my phone. You do all that. And I'm going to say this. Because you did this podcast for me, I'm going to call Drake and see if he can get you some shoes. He may not want to do it. <laughs> But I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him today. i got to give you a few more days because I know you can't get a pair, and that makes me feel really good. It really does. Really <laughs> enjoy that's, that's the type of person you are. Once you get the upper hand on the body, <laughs> you get enjoyed. Oh, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. All right, Anthony. Make sure you tell the family I said hello. I will. Appreciate it, Coach.